charity. I love the idea of people charitably giving to others, and I do a good bit of it. I just, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what I did the other day. Believe it or not, um, I'm, I'm in the process of doing it. So if anybody who like is local to me is like, no, you did. Um, I'm, uh, I found out that my the elementary school that I went to um, growing up is like really low on funds. They don't have enough money for like basics, like you know, pencils and paper and ink. So like I'm donating uh, 2,500 bucks to my uh, local former elementary school. Nice. I also bought 5,000 gold coins, and I'm going to keep them in a vault just to fuck with people because I thought it would be funny. You bought 5,000 gold coins. They're <laughs> real gold. They are gold plated, but they look like they're doubloons. Okay, so they're like they're like gold in the same way that in the 90s those Pokemon. Carving things at McDonald's. You're talking about pogs, motherfucker. Pogs? Yes. Fuck that shit. That's a slammer's hater. Pogs sucked. I don't even know what you did with pogs. I don't think anybody did. No, we didn't know. <laughs> we threw them at each other on the playground. You knew how to play Pokemon cards. Oh, no. People knew. I remember back in. See, alright. I'm talking like young. Like, I'm younger than you guys. Pokemon came out when I was like seven. Oh, see, all right, Pokemon came out when I was in middle school, when I was in, like, uh, eighth grade, which would be, like, 13, I think. Yeah. So, like, they knew how to play. I never knew how to play. Now, I could appreciate the, like, collect... I like collecting, and I like the idea of, like, getting things that are valuable. Like, I've ne- I don't have anything that I've collected, really, but, like, I get how that can become addictive, and, like, looking for, like, that Nolan Ryan baseball card could be, like, this huge thrill and like having it would be you know you just open up the book and look at it and be like yeah so i can understand that nature of liking pokemon but when i'd watch kids play it and they'd be like bulbasaur i choose you and like you know start talking about how many points of damage and the other guy would talk about you know uh-uh squirrel reflects that kind of water damage and you're just like hey guys why don't we go try to finger some bitches yeah yeah and they're like <laughs> Wordle! And I'm like, you're a fag. Yeah, my friends, if we would have been like, let's go finger some bitches, we would have been like, oh, gross. Oh, it'll get on us. <laughs> Ew. They'll bleed on us. That's what happened. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> see, the best story ever. My younger brother was eight at the time. Hey, like hey. Four years ago. Sorry to interrupt eight. you. Check this okay. link out. That's, that's some fucking Squirtle right there. Is, this, is that a euphemism or is this okay? This is okay. Well, anyway, my youngest brother got in big trouble for explaining to these really religious, like, Mormon kids across the street that he was friends with that sex was actually, like, this horrible, grotesque, terrible, like, stomach-cutting-open and, like, anal sex debauchery act, and the kids were just traumatized about it. But I guess I could be blamed for that. I did tell him what sex was very incorrectly. Wow. I've, um... I never like to be intolerant or appear to be ignorant about anything, but there's something about the Mormon religion when you learn the backstory. I just, here's my feeling about religion is this, and I'm mildly religious myself, and I'm, I, I stress the part about mildly. I, fi- I find it really hard to live by the rules of, of anyone, especially when it comes to religion, but. I don't think that any of the religions that have been invented since, like, 2,000 years ago, you know, in the last 1,000 years, let's say, are really should be followed that closely. I, I like the old-school religions. The Dude, ones I want that... you to think about this for a second. If David Blaine 
had 45 minutes in fucking illiterate backwards Palestine in the fucking first century BC, he could have a thousand followers in 10 minutes. All right, now, are you trying to tell me that Jesus was a sleight of hand master? No, I'm trying to tell you he was a lunatic whose feats were grossly overstated and spreaded by word of mouth, as is common in that time. Thank you already. Does not (laughs) not stand behind the statements of Mercadurka. No, or his Jesus hating ways. No, I'm just trying. I'm just trying to be honest about it. Like you know, like it's not. It's not like he did anything really special. Well, I'm not going to comment on some Jesus now. Yeah, yeah, you you go. You you open up with the Jesus hate, then I can't go with you, brother. You cannot go down the Jesus hating road, dude. You're just you're you're pussyfooting around the issues, my friend. I, you're sandstorming. Come on. I have a lot of. Uh, I, I think in at the worst case scenario, Jesus was a wonderful giving man who who preached love to. Uh, oh. Yeah, no, I'm not saying he didn't have good teachings. No, I'm, like, I'm clearly not, he had beneficial things to learn or to I'm teach. Gonna call, I'm not going to refer to Jesus the trickster in this, in this <laughs> tonight on Painkiller already. But what I was getting at was I just have a hard time, seriously, that go along with religions that were invented in the last two, three hundred years. Because it just I, seems I, like, I you know, we've been here for a while. Like, I don't think we're going to figure out any new religions. It reminds me, do you ever see that show growing up, uh, The Dinosaurs, where they had like the... The I don't know how they did the show, maybe puppetry, but they, it, you know it was like a family of dinosaurs. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. You know that the baby, the baby would go like, "Not the mama, not the mama," and like, "Oh yeah, oh, yeah. terrifying." Yeah. I was scared to death of that show. There was an episode of that show about religion, believe it or not, and basically the the son in the family who was some sort of allosaur, I'm gonna say. <laughs> oh, the TV really? show is actually called Dinosaurs. You know, what, what, what really didn't make sense was there were all different kinds of animals in the fa- uh, dinosaurs in the family. Yeah, T Rex and Triceratops. Yeah. So the, the 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 son basically said, I don't know. There there was a religion in in the dinosaur culture, and he thought it was silly. And he said, I bet I could re- invent a religion about the great potato in the sky that gives us all this and that. And suddenly everybody caught on, and everybody was worshipping the great potato in the sky just because he mentioned it like that. And that, that's what some of those religions remind me of. But yeah, all religions like, the new religions, up. though. Because, like, at least with the old religions, like, you're right, I can't prove to you that Jesus didn't do miracles. Like, I can tell you that... How, how about this? Let me ask you nature, this, Mark, But I can't disprove it. Can like, you prove that Jesus Mormonism, actually existed? You can disprove that white people didn't live with Jesus here a few hundred years ago. Like, we, we know that. Oh, we, yeah, that's we, what, definitely uh, true. America, Jesus America, is not America. America. Yeah. Can you even prove to me that Jesus existed? Yeah, no, I'm pretty I sure... That, well, 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 just because it's in a book does not portray proof. No, I think it's Look at it this way. Look at it this way. I'm saying, like, I'm saying, Look like, at it this it's way. probable that he did exist because, like, why make up this huge story about someone and try he, desperately he, so hard to make these prophecies line up if he well, wasn't look, a real look guy? Because if he wasn't way. real, they would just make up the whole thing, Look at it you know? this way. Let's say the world got wiped clean right now. Big catastrophic eclipse. And one of the books they find that saved is, you know, Twilight. And now you got these new race of people seeing this Twilight book and they're like, man, vampires versus werewolves. But who's gonna teach them to read, Wings? <laughs> who's gonna teach them to read? They'll English learn. Who, how, how do we? How anything. do we know the Egyptian hieroglyphics? We sat down and fucking decoded that shit. No, the, we uh, we we learned that because they um, what was that? What was it called? Um, there was a tablet found uh, yeah. that that had like multiple languages. 
And uh, one of them was uh, you don't you don't think there's a, a there'll be a book, some other book laying around? I think they just our... Google translated it honestly. Yeah, they but... did. They Google translated <laughs> the Egyptian hieroglyphic. Yeah, um, but you got to understand that same the same effect with Isisite. You'll see this. You'll see that. And I look at Jesus like this. They can't prove he existed. Hell, the Bible itself does not line up with the city of the city of Nazareth. So what? there's there's a lot of things in the Bible that are historically accurate. There's a lot of things that, like, you look at the Bible and then right alongside with it with, like, ancient historical documents and it lines up. I'm yeah, not saying well, that proves anything, but I, I am saying it definitely proves that the Bible it, certainly It definitely proves that the Bible might be a good, vague history book. New well, topic? Yeah, I, new topic. <laughs> I mean, well, about those homosexuals. To take the initiative and change something. <laughs> yeah, somebody needs to. Somebody's got to change this thing. So, uh, politics. Uh, <laughs> no, the no, next abrasive that. thing on the ladder. Uh, what can people not possibly get offended about? Let's talk about that. Um, GM posting record-breaking sales, but still get to pay the taxpayers back. Uh, that makes I, me mad inside. I, not that. No, no, I don't. It, have they yet to pay the full amount back, or have they yet to pay anything back? Uh, they've paid twenty-six million of forty-nine billion. Twenty-six billion of forty-nine billion back. I'm pretty happy with that. It's only been like a year. It's been more than a year, buddy. What? How long has it been? About three or four. Years? It definitely hasn't been four because Obama hasn't been in office before. So it's either two or three. Yeah. If you can, if you can come up with thirty percent of a seventy billion dollar loan in a year or two, you're doing all right. You gotta understand that Chrysler paid that their whole request. loan back. Well, it, to be fair, it's pretty easy to do that when you request in your bailout like such a ridiculously high sum of money that you're going to have extra left over that you could just put towards that. Well, I got no problem with that either. I so, mean, hey, but that's just, hey, that's just... China's paying for it anyway. China's paying for it anyway. Don't worry about it. <sighs> All those crazy Chinese. Chrysler, Chrysler, well, I guess they're a smaller company and they only took $12 billion. But they paid theirs. All, all those they paid, poppers. Yeah, they, pay, they paid all theirs back already. I thought we weren't going to talk about politics. This is not this politics. This is cars. This is so politics, dude. I don't want, no. I'd rather talk about politics than cars. I'd rather. I'm just saying that you drive a bitch car. Oh, I drive a Chrysler 300C. You drive a nice car, America. I want to get in that yeah. car with you, and I want to like roll the windows up and go for a ride. Let me see. Yeah. That's cold blooded, Kyle. You didn't want to drive I my truck. No, I'd be right there, and we will. <laughs> I don't want to. Do, I don't want to drive his car. I just want to ride in it in the back yeah. seat while Merca drives. Oh, he wants you to be a chauffeur. He don't care about and the I, car. I'm definitely going to need White Boy in the back seat with me, too. You know what I'm talking about, Merkin. He's, yeah. he's, a, he's a rabble-rouser, that kid. He's, <laughs> he'll, he'll start shit. Yeah, <laughs> I understand that. Look, I heard you in a limousine with White Boy one time. He every half hour. Or, isn't, it, isn't White Boy the one that had to stop and pee when, like, in the middle of that car ride when we were going to the casino? Yeah. Somebody we pulled off into a random-ass just parking lot and let White Boy go pee on a building. Like, he didn't even have to go pee on the building. There's a tree, like, 30 feet away, but he went all the way. <laughs> I don't know if White Boy wants to tell him the story about him peeing. I don't, <laughs> honestly, I don't even remember it because I was I was drinking or whatever, but... Oh, no, it wasn't... It was it was really funny. I'm not saying that, like, like it was a bad, drunken mess. It was hilarious. No, it was funny. I, I vaguely remember it, though. I know somebody got it. Oh, that... No, wasn't that on the casino trip? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. Way way I, I was yeah. thinking you were talking about when Gassy met. All right. So I guess this is horribly unentertaining. So let me explain what's going on to everybody else. So we um we were all in we we're in Joliet, right? 
Yeah, we're in Joliet, which is just south of Chicago, Illinois. Illinois. God damn it, I hate when I pronounce the S. Illinois. And uh, we decided we were going to go out and have some fun. So it was like me and, and Mercadurka and uh, I think Woody's Woody was in the car with us. Woody may have been driving as he was Woody, like the yeah. most... I think Woody he was, was the most responsible. Guy. He was the he was the he was, Woody was the only one of us who was like one hundred percent sober and <laughs> like like I couldn't even imagine why he would he would want to drive us around. I was glad he did, but I don't know. T Martin was in there with us, and uh, and somebody had to pee, and I'm pretty sure it was White Boy. And we just pull over on the side of the road, and he yeah he just hops out and goes at it right there. That was pretty funny. Yeah, Remember we, were, we were fighting over uh, like because we were in a Ford Escape, weren't we? Yeah, we were in a Ford Escape, and you were just turning on the worst music, and you were singing along to Hey There to Delilah, yeah. like it was the last song that was yeah. ever going to play on any radio station ever. Just living. I think it I've up. seen a video of this. Shh. <laughs> yeah, it was a good. It was a good night. No, but um, I think we ended up going to the casino, and then like half of us were underage. Not you know, not me. I'm almost 26 now, but uh, a couple of guys were underage. So they got left out. But it was pretty funny. That was a good night. Yep. So Kyle, can you sing us some Hey There, Delilah? Hey there, Delilah, what's it like in New York City? I'm a thousand miles away, but girl... Alright, you yeah, talk. Hey, it's a lot better than most people. Oh, dude, I was waiting for the chorus. You were belting that. that. <laughs> yeah, but... That's, that's the kind of, that, that song's easy to sing. It gets stuck in your head and it stays there for the rest of your life. Yeah, It does. Hey there, Delilah. What's yep, going on yep. with... The, is there something going on with Modern Warfare 3 lately? Because I, I play super rarely, so I, I wouldn't have even known, but... What's the infected going on with mode is awesome. News I'm having flag. a ton of fun Xbox with that. Xbox gets two fucking map packs before the PlayStation gets any. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. That's right. Wow. All you guys who, like, here's my thing. and like, It's still racism. The blacks yeah, are getting way, get. way after the whites. Completely unfair. <sighs> By the way, I've played the infected mode, and I really, really enjoy it. I keep fucking up and not getting the mob. The, uh, the mob. I watch too much white. The Moab. Mob in Illinois. Yep, mob in Illinois. <laughs> Um, I I almost got the Moab last night, and I I think I got like eighteen or nineteen kills or something. And I was literally holding down half the map, and all my seven or eight teammates had to do was watch the right side. And like, I mean, I was getting like six. I got like a six man spray at one point. Oh, oh yeah, that's what an effect it is. It's like eight minutes of very tactical movements, and then forty five seconds of a panic attack. Yes. Where it's just like, oh, oh, it's happening. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, no. They're all coming. I'm trying to communicate with these people, and, and I'm, I'm like, just watch the right. Just watch the right. I've got the left, because I had pushed up, and I'd gotten behind some barrels where I, but, you know, even if they got to me, they were going to have to, like, kind of, like, navigate in between barrels to stab me. So I was just mowing them the fuck down with a PP290 or whatever it is, and all of a sudden I get stabbed in the back. Mm-hmm. Some asshole came in and stabbed, like, all seven of them and me in the course of, like, five seconds. Yeah, I mean, but I really like it. It's a fun mode. The bad Infected thing about is the best mode on there. And I, what I really like about Infected, and like I said, I don't play much. I play maybe two times a week for an hour at a time. So maybe I don't. But I have noticed that they keep tweaking Infected. Like it's it's almost like there's like a, a, a handful of guys who are like constantly working on it to like make it better. And I and even if it doesn't get better, and sometimes I don't like the changes, I like that they're putting that kind of effort forward. Yeah, they need to get rid of throwing knives, honestly. See, alright, they can get yeah, rid of they... throwing knives whenever they get rid of all the ledges that are possible to stand on. 
Well, they don't even have to do that. Just get rid of the throwing knife and then make it so there's like a proximity timer so you How can't about stay this? in the same make area it so, for more than like Get rid of the throwing knife and make seconds. it so you can't jump. Uh, dude, I love jumping. But yeah, I like jumping. It would I, fix everything. Like, where whenever do you, you go to a game where you can still vault, but you can't now, jump. Uh, whenever I go to a game where you can't jump, I feel like, I don't know, I feel kind of claustrophobic. It's yeah, like, it's, like a, it's like a punch to the face, because it's like, here's this video game where the imagination is completely boundless, nothing is limiting us, here's a bunch of monsters you can shoot, oh yeah, our bad, you can't jump. It's like, Jesus, yeah. man, I could jump right now while I'm playing this goddamn game. Yeah, don't, don't take things away from me that I can do in real life. Yeah. Like, give, at least give me the same abilities that real me has. That's like, like how slow it was. You know to have what to real me doesn't have? Red. I can't run a block in five seconds. Well, I mean, if you had marathon lightweight, you could. <laughs> you see how fat I am? You take a uh, whole lot of marathon lightweight. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get you. We'll get you some like uh, some perk hacks. Like I in mean, I'm so fat, I slowed my zero to sixty time down in my vehicle. Dude, that, that that hill on the side of favela, I bet I could make it down that block in like five seconds. But I'd be moving so fast by the end, I'd just eat shit. Like, oh that yeah, was right? a steep ass. That was like one of those San Francisco hills. Yeah, yeah. In Brazil, I like. Uh, I've always thought that Call of Duty takes itself a little bit too seriously. That's so. I'm I'm really liking the infected mode. And by when I, I mean Infinity Ward's games, not so much. Um, uh, Treyarch, Treyarch knows how to like joke around and, and be goofy, like with the zombies and all the stuff that goes on in that. Yeah. But I always thought, like, why does an Infinity Ward occasionally do something silly? Like, I wanted to kill. I've talked to Woody about this before. By the way, we didn't mention at the beginning. Woody is on his mancation in uh, the Dominican Republic. For those of you who don't know, if you you should go to his channel later on and check out. He's put two videos of it up. They're really cool. But uh, that's why he's not here. But I've always thought that there should be a kill streak in Call of Duty called the Grim Reaper. But it's not that quad-barreled rocket launcher. It's a rocket launcher, but it shoots Grim Reapers, like real ones, who run around. Oh, my God, a real yeah. Grim Reaper? A real Grim Reaper yeah, launcher. seeks and just kills you. Yeah, it runs around oh, screaming. seeking real Grim Reapers. Yes. Sounds OP. But, I mean, it would be like a 15-kill streak. How about you just have one that shoots assorted villains? Like, it's random. Yes! Like, bam, Freddy Krueger out there. Bam, Casper. Oh, Absolutely. shit, Casper doesn't do much. That's a that's that's the shit, man. That's yeah, that's the bad one. You know, like, no one as good as Infinity Ward here. Yeah, that, that'd be exactly like when you get a Goldeen and Pokemon, uh, or not Pokemon, uh, Super Smash, and you play the poke, the Pokeball down and you get the Goldeen that doesn't do anything. What if you got a kill streak where, like, swords spun around you in a circle? And you could just run into people, and the swords would slice them to bits. Isn't that Commando? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, they, they did that. That was a perk. <laughs> uh, Commando, Commando was the worst perk idea. That's just... Some, you, you see some of these things, like, you know, whenever they announce the game, and they start leaking bits of information, and you see some of the stuff, you're like, nope, I don't like it. I, I never liked the idea of having two attachments on a gun. I always thought that was overpowered, and I didn't like it. I still don't like it. Like, pick your fucking attachment. Keep it simple. Like, there's no need for me to have a... I remember, a I remember getting into Modern Warfare 2, and I looked at the commando. I was, like, going through the perks after I first popped the game in. I'm like, increase melee damage, huh? Well, I, I, first thing popped my head was, like, the bayonets from World at War. I'm like, well, that's useless. <laughs> Scrolled right past it. Yeah. It turned out to be, like... Like, you know, if you weren't making a YouTube game, then you're probably going to be Rocket Commando. There's no reason not to use Commando if you're oh, playing especially ground. Especially with fall damage. 
Yeah. You just exactly. jump off the building and then stab the bitch in his heart. <laughs> like, I mean, you could nuke all day long with, with a class like, you know, the UMP-45 with, like, uh, you know, rapid-fire sounds or whatever you wanted to put on it and, you know, just run around with your commando. And you could, I mean, I, I watched White Boy get a nuke one time and, and like with nothing but the knife. And he's just running in ground yeah, I saw G that's unit it, do that once. Didn't even uh, use commando. <laughs> G unit. You know what? Uh, I'm glad you brought up G unit. He quit. <laughs> he quit. What? You really? guys, you Dude. guys trolled that poor <laughs> motherfucker until he quit YouTube. I went to his channel the other day. It was funny. I was actually I went back and I watched his original fake nuke. Um, I don't know how I got to it. You know, YouTube has that thing now where it suggests videos to to you. And I think I'd watched White Boy's two nuke videos, and it suggested G units to me. So, yeah. I went and watched. I went and watched it, and then I I went to his channel from there, and he had he put up one Modern Warfare three video that I that I noticed about, you know, back in November or whatever, like maybe right after it came out, and the comments on that video. Keep in mind, Modern Warfare fucking three, two years after he faked the nuke, is <laughs> full of comments <laughs> saying. Fake and gay. That's like the, the number one comment on his video is is fake and gay. That's the that's the highest rated comment on that video. I'm looking at it right now. Just true. The guy who faked the fastest nuke just to be famous needs to be punished forever. And yes, I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> punished I do, forever. I do watch I Like Seventh Street. At least his gameplay is legit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, that's wow. that's the kind of. I knew that, that there would be some traffic over there of people who made it there the same way I did, and there was. There, the, the comments were coming in at a, you know every few seconds or so, and that's what it was all about. It was all about people saying, you know, fake, 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 fake. Man, After kind of a while, is... you're just like, because I remember when the whole thing happened. Like, oh, I'm yeah, me too. Give the, give the man a break, seriously. And then, and Wings is one of one of the first people to like go after him because when. And I'm not saying in a bad way. Like well, somebody... I was. I was like, I, I looked at this shit, and I was mad at the time. Because <laughs> back then, you a Machinima video had to be perfect, pristine. Yeah, right? And exactly. I see this bullshit pop up, and I'm like, 30-second nuke on Terminal. I'm like, I'm watching I this shit. That. I'm like, this is fake. I saw it, and it made me want to give up making videos. It was so fucking good. I, like I did, I thought it was I thought it was legit You know, when I first watched it. It wasn't until like you and some other people pointed it out that I went back, and I was like, why the fuck is the entire enemy team jumping up and down on the A flag? Then I was like, the, the, the entire strategy was to try and get you to spend so much brain power trying to decipher the sounds that he was making <laughs> uh, that you couldn't out. even focus on the gameplay. Well, like that, I, just that was noticed, the I just noticed this one guy comes jumping back in from the plane. I'm like, yes. he, his buddy, yes. he forgot, he forgot the deal. Yeah, you just yeah, imagine yeah, his, they're all in like a, a private chat together or something yeah. or on Skype or something. And he's like, Jim, get back on the flag, and he's like, oh, sorry, bro. <laughs> You know, but but so, I remember watching that video and being like, "There's no point in me continuing on making Call of Duty videos because I can never top this. This is the greatest video ever made." Because he had just like done the you know nukes were hard to get. Nukes were nukes were always hard for me to get. Like if I played all night, I might get you know a couple. But like I always, especially back then, my connect my internet connection back then was three down, three megabytes down, and point. One five up, and the upload when you're playing video games is the most important part. Oh, That's I'm the still part on that, that kind of connection. You're better than that now. I'm, I'm at a five download point two up. Jesus. Yeah, your upload is still bad, but like, 
that's what helps you be good at games, your upload speed. It's, it's what's, because when you do something, your Xbox has to tell everybody else's Xbox that you did it. And your upload speed is what determines how fast that happens. So if you've got a shitty upload, then running and gunning is pretty much a non-option. And I, I wanted to do a run and gun, run and gun videos because that's how I like to play. Nope. Nope. And then I saw this guy and he's just like, I got a shaky hand, uh, I got a nuke in like three seconds and, uh, yeah, whatever. Oh, you get the blade challenge. Blade challenged him to do a dual <laughs> com. Get a knife only nuke. Keep in mind, Blade's been trying to get that nuke for like three years now. He pops that shit out over a weekend. Yeah. <laughs> that Blade, was, Blade is, and Blade was such a good sport about it. I remember Blade, in their dual com, Blade was like, oh man, I've been trying so hard. Kudos to you, man. Good for you for getting this. I've been spending hours Blade didn't see to that get shit. This. I called that shit then, too. He knew it. He knew it. Yeah, there's, he was being so patronizing, but it, it seemed nice. Yeah, it seemed nice. Cause, and you got to keep in mind, though, the average like viewer views that and they're like, oh, he's being a genuine guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Blade really likes him. Because yeah. I, I, I can I can remember seeing. You know, I did it. I joked around one time in a video, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm going to use the UMP45 today." You know, it's a, it's a gun that I really don't see anybody use in Modern Warfare 2, so I wanted to experiment with it. You know, see what it could do. <laughs> you that's and this is like six months into the game when everybody is using it. It's all anybody uses. Everybody's <laughs> rocking the silenced UMP45. That's all anybody uses. Nobody got the fucking joke, dude. I had to disable comment because oh, I was blocking yeah, somebody. What's up, time. guys? Trying to change it up using uh, the Spass 12 today? Like, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, like, it's just a fucking joke. And so many people were just fucking... Like, I don't know. And they weren't trolling. They were legitimately, like, Confused. calling me stupid. No, they, they were, like, angrily attacking. They're like, you're such a dumbass, dude. Maybe if you played the game once in a while, you'd know. Everyone uses it. And I'm like... I'm going to block you now, and then I'm going to send all your information to my friends, and they're all going to block you too. And I Meanwhile, hope every single person you're killing in the game has a UMP. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> just like, so clearly you see them. Yeah, it's just... Compl- some people just will never understand sarcasm, and that's why it's hard to... It's hard to uh, to joke no, around with so bad. I got, you. You ever see that show, My 600-Pound Life? Um, no, but I, I saw you did a video about oh, it. Oh, yeah, so I, and I had to disable comments on that video. People thought oh. I was ragging on the man. Yeah, you can't... I, I posted a, a Facebook post the other day. And I was trying to be genuine about how I appreciated um, um, that I had ran into some fans and they were really well-spoken guys. I was like, yeah, they're really well-spoken, intelligent guys. And people thought I was being, um, like, facetious. They thought I was, like, that's insinuating a, that's the a, opposite. That's one of those Colin Powell, like, uh, big ups. Colin yeah. Powell, he speaks real well. No, no, I said they were well-spoken. And, you, you know, because you don't see that a lot on YouTube. You know, a lot of the comments are just, like, really bad grammar, and they're, they they say, they, they'll, like, point out the thing that, like, literally thousands have already pointed out. But, but you know, I met some guys, and they were just, like, really intelligent, well-spoken, polite people. And I, and I said that, and I was like, thanks for those of you who like that. And, like, people were just like, way to hate on your fans, man. Way to hate on them. We know you're being. We know you're not being serious. We know you're really hating on them. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm just gonna delete the post. Gonna block you, and I'm just gonna post something silly now because you can't, you can't comprehend that I'm genuinely thanking people for being cool. That's the next big, you know, era in like computer processing is having a program that can infer when you're using sarcasm and then change it into a different text to fit yeah. the occasion. So it's like, oh, he's clearly joking around in this instance. I'll have a laugh. 
Ever since then, I when I whenever I say something like that, I literally put at the end of my paragraph. By the way, I'm not fucking with you. I'm serious. They really were nice. <laughs> like I literally had to do that just so that people would would like understand what was up. And I mean, I'm not I'm not like trying to sound like an elitist here. Like I'm smarter than everybody, but there are some stupid people on the internet. And if that offends you, then you're probably not one of them. So congratulations. I can get behind that. <laughs> I think our friend Rick Santorum can as well. You want to do a plug for him? Our friend? Both Santorum, 2012. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I, we, we had this joke like going in that, that I, I was telling Merka, I was like, so the Rick Santorum campaign is actually sponsoring us now, so <laughs> go pro Santorum 100%, all right? All right? And throw in some racial slurs in there. Just mix it up. <laughs> On a further note, if you do happen to have a, a presidential campaign currently going and want to be sponsored on Painkiller Eddie... <laughs> yes, yes, because I'm sure one of the four candidates are definitely listening right now. Either <laughs> from, from coast to coast. You know Mitt Romney's riding in his Bentley going to his yeah. next debate. I don't know. No. Here's one thing about Mitt Romney I don't understand. I don't understand... I, I heard somebody on the radio the other day. I was listening to talk radio. and I, I'm pretty sure this is where I heard it. I, I get jumbled up where I hear things sometimes. But he basically said... Back when I was growing up, you know, my dad might see the boss, the guy who owns the company, roll by in a Rolls Royce, and he'd say, son, that's Mr. Johnson. He owns the company. He's somebody to look up to. He's like, but now people see Mr. Johnson roll by in a Rolls Royce, and they're like, that's that evil rich man. Don't ever be like him. He's greedy. I don't understand where the change happened. Like, like when did... Uh, when I got no wait, problem with Mitt Romney a day. Let me go ahead and say that. I got no problem with rich people. I'm actually friends with a lot of rich people. But <laughs> my problem with Mitt Romney is he just doesn't seem to be presidential material. Really? I, uh, which what, what about him, don't you? Because I find the way he... I find, I find him... He it, it just comes off he has this fake attitude with it. Like when he tried to sing uh, America the Beautiful... Or, I don't even know the name of the song. Oh, beautiful for... What, Some pop song. Keep going. Yeah, well, the America song. You know, it just seemed like he was doing it for PR alone. I mean, I understand that you well, do something for no, populations. No, I, I noticed he had this whole thing about that song where he would he would point out certain parts of it. And it was kind. It was, of course, it was. You know, it was part of his campaign. But he would. I kind of liked it. He would point like, out. He would count pieces. No, did did you watch the caucuses at all? Like at he, he's like done. he's not a guy that'll give you a straight answer. And he seems oh, like the kind of guy that he's done business so long, and. And when you do business so long and be so successful, there's shadiness in every business you get to in venture. Uh, and I'm pretty sure Rick, Rick Santorum, well not Rick Santorum, <laughs> Mitt Romney will be the first guy to, to, to take one of those $1.2 million checks from, you know, AstraZeneca to, you know, pop out their shit. I mean, the mean thing about- with Mitt Romney is that he's he's demonstrated time and time again that he has no backbone and he doesn't give a shit about reality. He just wants to sound good. He flip-flops on every issue. He harshly critiques Obamacare, and the biggest, you know, influence of Obamacare was the way he implemented health care in Massachusetts. I look at it In addition, way. he's been pro-life. Uh, he was pro-choice back when he was a liberal governor, and now suddenly he's trying to be this super yep. conservative right-wing nutjob, and he's that's not at all what everybody he is. It's just to be. so obvious to everyone <laughs> yeah. who's watching that he's just a pandering in, like, he's, all just a, he's a douche. He's a douche. All that's true. Well, I don't know if he's a douche. He might be no, a really nice a guy. Um... But yeah, all that's true. He has been... He's a flip-flop. And in my mind, you have to come to one of two conclusions. Either he's flip-flopped because he just wants to win no matter what, 
and who knows what his real beliefs are. Or maybe he, he had those liberal stances on things because he was a governor in, in a very liberal state and you had to conform. Maybe his his true feelings are what he's saying now. But it's that it's that whole thing about, you know, uh, the boy well, who cried wolf. It's, it's not about his true feelings. It's about the fact that he has a responsibility as a representative official to try and represent the people fairly and accurately, and he's done that very poorly time and time again. Really? I think give a shit. But no, no, I think that... I think he represented the people, uh, his constituency in Massachusetts perfectly it, with his with his actions in Massachusetts. Like, he gave them exactly what they wanted. Like, like they, it's a very liberal state, so he implemented very liberal policies. I, I, I'm, it seems to me like he did a really good I'm not critiquing. I honestly don't know much about what he did in Massachusetts. I'm talking more about in the scope of his presidential campaign. We're, ta- we're getting a guy that makes $65,000 a day every day he opens his eyes. And he's, he's spending millions that, of dollars to get a job that pays $400,000 a year. Obviously, he wants to get a kickback. He doesn't make $65,000 a day. I've heard, um, that from, I, I heard that from a news organization. I don't know how... how yeah, I, I, want, I think he made... Um, uh, what did he make last year? Oh, fuck. It was published. You know, he released his tax... It might, it might have been he spends $65,000 He only released his tax returns for like the last well, two he definitely years. Does. I don't care. I don't know. It's none of our fucking business what his taxes are anyway. I don't feel. I thought that whole thing was just. just uh, it's well, the it's whole definitely thing our. Like, it's definitely our business. He can request to see our taxes if he wants to. Why can't we request to see his? Why does he get special treatment? Why do we want to see his? I, I, my I want thing to see them to see if he's actually paying the right percentage. Which the fact that he only released two years. I want when, to see if he's ever been poor. To me, a no, president needs to be poor. He was born with a silver so, spoon straight up his asshole. A president needs to be poor at some point in his life. Wait a minute. Wait a goddamn minute. All right. No, all right. I'm dead serious. The president needs <laughs> to be poor. Our best presidents were wealthy motherfuckers. Do you know who, hey, the, who? Who? You know how much George Washington was worth? He was no. like the richest man in the country. It was like Bill Gates money. No, no, no. George Washington also fought in a, in a fucking war. He was a general. So he, fucking he, he 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 knows how to sleep in the fucking mud and how to fucking put a coat on and go through a fucking freezy ass Potomac River. Well, let's let's fucking general need someone who can wear a coat. I'm not. <laughs> Franklin Roosevelt, in my part. opinion, is the best president we ever had, and that motherfucker has polio. That motherfucker <laughs> knows about some hard times. That's why he got reelected four times. You put a guy in there. FDR was living large while everybody was suffering in the Great Depression. He got a lot of hate. Didn't he get reelected three times? He got, it was three or I guess four. reelected twice. No, he got, he he got was more president. Twice. He was elected and then he, he, he was reelected. He got, and he he was got re-elected. elected in 1933 through 1945. I know that from the top of my head. He died in office. And he I died in office. I, I know that. Um, regardless, we're, 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 we're getting off the, the thing <laughs> the here. Fact and, is, and the man knows some hardships. He's had we polio. We do to get away from uh, from politics, but I'll say this about about like candidates in general and who I would want for a candidate. I don't care about their background as far as how much money they were born with. I, I got no problem with somebody who was born a billionaire. But I think but, but I think Bill Gates... My thing is I want somebody who has, who has been in charge of something before and has leadership experience and has had to work in the, in the free market, not in uh, you know, not just been a, a government employee his whole life. Right, I want somebody to compete. Alright Kyle, look here. Have you ever dug a ditch? Dug many a ditch. All right, you know what it feels like to dig a ditch. It sucks. If you have never dug a ditch in your life, could you 
could you have the same plight for people digging ditches? I dig a mean ditch. <laughs> That's the whole point. Like, if you don't experience something, how can you? No, I understand exactly what you're something? saying. Like, Mitt Romney cannot empathize with poor people because he simply has no idea. He doesn't. He don't know what a fucking ramen noodles tastes like. Probably. Freaking uh, with an orphanage in it. Barack Obama's worth eight million dollars. It doesn't matter. Did I, I say he was a good leader? Barack Obama was a shit leader. I don't think he's dug any ditches himself. I don't. I know. I knew New Gingrich has dug some ditches. Hey, New Gingrich worked his New way Gingrich through. New does uh, not wear a coat very well. Hey, look at this hey. way. Did, did you guys see that Obama's uh, car went for two hundred thousand dollars? His Chrysler three hundred. He he traded in right for the presidency. Man, um, what a bitch car! Right wings. Hey, I, I, I agree. Obama is a bitch. <laughs> no, but uh, he probably beat me at some let's, basketball. Let's get off politics. I, I know everybody's probably tired of that shit, but like. But my my th- my only thing is like I, the only thing that's going to make me vote for somebody is key issues. I don't care what they look like, what they sound like, how much their fucking haircuts cost, any of that shit. I don't care if they I don't care if they cheat on their, they're cheating on their wife right now with like I don't care if they're cheating on their wife with a with a yeah, like a, a male matter stripper. of fact if they're cheating on their wife I actually trust them more. I don't know where that's coming from, but literally, I would elect a gay, like, porn star president who had a great economic plan. Oh, I yeah, I have no problem with, like, their, like, you, what God they do. The I just porn care in the when what they the do impacts. Let's get a fucking tranny president for 2012. <laughs> Look, I, I want to see that speech, but, like, yeah, my name is James Long Dick. This is me fucking, you know, <laughs> Trinity Towers here, right in the back right here. Let's go talk hey, about this the is policy. Steel. Oh my god! Yeah. I'm just saying, but like, residents need to know some hardship. Roosevelt lost both his parents at ten. Motherfucker got stricken with polio at twelve. Motherfucker. New topic. Knows- I took the Kyle right there. Yep. New topic. <laughs> um, what do you want to talk about? Where we're we going with this? Franklin Delano Roosevelt's where we're going with no this. goddamn historical <laughs> figures, no presidential shit. Now that's the kind of shit I like. But we got thirteen year olds listening. They want to hear about tits and ass and video games. All right, tits, ass, so, and videos game. Did you see Pink Romney's, uh, Mitt Romney's pink nail polish? <laughs> I'm just playing with you. Oh. I didn't see that, and no interest in discussing uh, it. Here's here's a here's a question. It kind of affect, goes with politics. New movie. Too. Oh, I get the new topic. Okay, I get the new topic. I'm shaping this discussion. God damn it! You failed us, <laughs> man. You guys, you need Woody. <laughs> there is a new movie coming out called, and I almost hate to say it because it's go, kind of going back to the presidential shit. But it's called Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. I've got the book. It's good. All right, so it's historically fairly accurate. It there is some historical accuracy. They they do base a little bit around his you know real shit, but then they is, go. Is, is, is Tad right. in the movie? But Tad? no, um, that's his son. I don't know who Tad. Oh, like Abraham Lincoln's son? Yeah. Yeah. Tad but, Lincoln. But it looks like it's gonna be fucking awesome. It's made by. One of the guys who made it is also the guy. I know the get, I know the book's fucking boring as shit. There's a book. Yeah. Matter of fact, look here. I'm sorry. I'm pretty uncultured. Where is that motherfucker? Comes to Give me a second. Residence. But it looks like it's gonna be really good. It's like a. It's made by the same guy who made Wanted. He's part of the uh, you know the movie with Angelina Jolie where the curve and bullets and shit. Oh yeah, I liked Wanted. I just didn't like that last scene where she just kind of. Circle jerked everybody at the end. Like I just I, didn't like that. I didn't mind so much. I just didn't want her to die. She's fucking hot. But um, 
uh, what was I going to say? Oh, there's a, there's a scene in the preview for the Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter movie where he chops down an entire tree with one swing of an axe. Now, why he's chopping the tree down, I don't know. But it was really... Wooden stakes for vampires. No, no, this was a big tree. Like, a big tree. Like, the kind that you would hit with your car and your car would explode. Like, this oh, was Jesus. Made like, of gasoline and tannerite? Yes, not tannerite in the red exploding target. But, the, um... It was a massive tree. Like, you couldn't reach around it. Chopped it down with one swing. So, I'm, I'm looking forward to that movie. I want to see that. I also want to see that movie, uh, I think it might be called God Bless America or something, the one where the guy has a brain tumor and he snaps and goes on a shooting rampage, like killing assholes across America. Oh, yeah, I have seen that. And he, like, has a little girl with him too, right? Yeah, like a sidekick. Man, there's, like, a new kind of uprising of, you know, psychopathic young girls seeking blood. Trust me, I know. It's that uh, S&M market getting out, man. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know where, that, where Where did Wings go? He sounds like he's like scurrying around looking for something. Seeking knowledge. Seeking knowledge. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. I think he's getting a link for something. All right, I can't find the shit. Oh, Wings, I watched oh, man. Uh, I think you made a video or said something about Chronicle being good, so I went and watched it. What do you think about it? It's really fucking good. Yeah, it's one of the best movie experiences in a while, right? It's Yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> Have you seen this, Merka? Chronicle? No, I haven't even heard no, of it. I guess. It's the one where the kids can have, like, uh, the ability to move objects with their mind. Oh, I saw commercials for that. I, it, I will good, crush you. Yeah. It was really, really good. It was, you know, it's that, it's kind of a, so, like, the three kids gain this power. I won't, like, give any spoilers, but the three kids gain this power to, like, move objects with their mind and fly and do stuff. And, like, one of them is the most popular kid in high school. Another one is kind of a, uh... I don't know, kind of an outsider, but, you know, everybody likes him anyway. And the other is, like, the... Just because like, he uses his the most. Yeah, yeah. And he's just, he's, he's really good with his powers. And it just, it, and at the end, it all goes awry, and, like, there's just a huge fight scene involved. It reminded me of, like, The Matrix with Agent Smith. Is it kind of like Carrie? No, it's kind of like The Matrix where Neo fights yeah. Agent Smith. <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. The, it's, it's a mixture of the final scene from Carrie... And the final scene from The Matrix. It was uh, it was excellent. Oh, man, was, I can't even understand that. Yeah, that <laughs> got blown away. Yeah, I, it, it, the commercial reminded me of that movie uh, Jumper or whatever with Hayden Christensen. And anything yeah. that even is affiliated with Hayden Christensen in my mind, it's just, I don't like it. I don't like him. I want nothing to do with him. I don't want I, his face in my home. I have an ability. You know, they always say don't judge a book by its color. I have the ability to judge movies, books, and food by just looking at them 100% accurately every time. My God. I look at I can watch a movie trailer and know if that's going to be a good movie or not. Instantly. I can't. Like, I, I have never watched a bad movie. Never have. I'm pretty good at I'm pretty good at doing movie reviews. Never watched a bad movie. But I've, I've, I've watched a couple bad ones, like, Ever After, the fucking last Eastwood movie. I almost cried it into that motherfucker. I wanted my fucking $7.50 back. <laughs> <laughs> but dude it's like three hours of boring that's what that movie is and I was so mad because Gran Torino was so good I'm like Eastwood why couldn't that be your fucking you know your coup de gras go out of Gran Torino don't go out on this fucking ever after shit now I'm hoping he does another movie did you see his Box ticking did you see his Chrysler commercial uh uh-uh. uh oh he did a he did a, he did a, a commercial for Chrysler at the Super Bowl and it's like uh, it's like he's like it's halftime America Oh yeah, I did see that. 
Yeah, yeah. I, as soon as it came on, I got like cold chills. I was like, that's fucking Clint Eastwood's voice. And, you know, he's on camera, too, a little bit. But uh, but it's good. He's basically saying, you know, it's halftime, America. It's time to get back up and go again. You know, and talking about Detroit and Chicago and uh, uh, Chrysler and all that good stuff. It's really fucking good commercial. Yeah, like it was Clint a good commercial. Stuff. It was weird, though, because it sounded like it was like almost like a supporting Obama commercial, but he's a Republican. Oh, very much so. Clint you know, it's, it's weird sometimes, the people who, like... Um, are are conservative and Republicans? The One guys from South bit. Park. We got Jeff. Very conservative guys. And I, I don't I don't know how conservative they are. I thought they were more, you know, financially liber- libertarian, but not really Definitely socially conservative. Because they're definite. None of these people are socially conservative. Both teams are in their locker room. Chuck Norris. What they can do to win. Okay, game. Chuck Norris Second is half. the most overrated douche ever. It's halftime. Did you know that Chuck Norris is bald? People are out of work. And I did not know that. I am hereby outing Chuck Norris as being bald. I challenge him to a fight if he is not bald. Bring it. That man has been bald for like the last 20 years. Seriously. Not even joking. And all you have to do if you don't believe me, go back, get on Google Images right now and search Lone Wolf McQuay. That was a movie he made like in the fucking late 70s, early 80s or some shit. Then Google Chuck Norris Total Jim and compare the hairline. The world's gonna hear the roar. I know for and and that's just like so you can go by, but I know for a fact he's. I just don't get like why people think he's so great. Like if we were gonna like really like one of these fighting actors, why not someone like Jet Li, who's like a true badass? Because uh, Chuck Norris trained under Bruce Lee. Chuck Norris. It's Chuck Norris's Jeet Kune Do. The whole thing about Chuck Norris got started, you know, like in 1999 or something, and it's just, it's been an ongoing joke that caught fire on the internet, and I think it's funny. I'm surprised he hasn't took advantage of this shit. I know, right? I'm like, like, if I was him, I'd be like, look here, Metro Goldenmeyer, this is a hit movie. Make me blow up buildings with my foot. (laughs) He did do that that, uh, that commercial for uh, World of Warcraft, you know. He did, kind of, but like that it, isn't taking advantage. He needs like a full-on action movie like The Expendables, just with him centered around it. Okay, you know, but the whole reason that he's a joke is because nobody actually likes him enough to go watch a movie. No, like, nobody's going to go out there and get super excited Dude, about a brand on. new 2013 a Chuck Norris film. I I have never seen a Chuck Norris movie that was really any good. I think he Missing did a movie. In action? Seen what? Missing in action. Mia. I didn't like that. Um, what was the one where they're trying to? It, it's really like bad stereotypes, but like, um, it's like um, Islamic hijackers have taken a plane and they're like killing all the Jews on the plane, and the only man who can stop them is Chuck Norris. I didn't see that one. Are you are you serious right now? I've seen like yeah. stuff like Breaker. This Breaker is a movie. And... Yeah, it's a movie. Yeah, and there's a sequel to it. At least one. There may be were two. they like actual terrorists who like wanted to blow up the plane, or were they just like, oh hell yeah, all these Jews in a oh, plane no. were the taking? Like, what, what were they thinking? Like, oh, you know, yeah. they, they were actual terrorists taking the plane. But one of the things they did was they singled out the Jews. And there's this really good part of the movie where like he, the, the the Islamic terrorists leave the Catholics alone, let the nuns and the priests, and but they're like all the Jews up here. Let's go. And they like get all the Jews and like separate them. And the 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 Catholic priest stands up and he's like. Well, you better take me too, because my mother's Jewish. <laughs> and it's just like, and and like for some reason, because like you know these Islamic guys. I mean, if if you're an exo- if if you're a fucking terrorist, you've got no love for the Catholics either. But he almost doesn't want to do it. It's like 
why would he have any qualms about taking the Catholic guy? Like, like he wouldn't give a shit. But he's like, wait, this is all while they're on the plane? Yeah! What, what's yeah. the point of doing this when you're, like, on the plane? Like, well, they're going to blow up the whole goddamn plane. You don't need to have some they weird orchestrated they were, event. They weren't, though. They were trying to, like, get money or, like, do something. But what they did, they uh, they, they had, like, snuck ah, all the... so the Jews Jew- make sense a little bit more now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. They got all the Jews off the plane and, like, hid them somewhere in fucking Syria or some shit. But it was... Safe. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about those Jews. We've got them hidden safely in Syria. No. Anyway... Chuck Norris movies have always been bad, but this TV show was bad. He's never done anything that was that was good. I mean, I guess if you go back to Return of the Dragon, I mean, and, and hell, yeah, and Bruce Lee, and that's a Bruce Lee movie. That's the only reason it's any good. Bruce Lee movies aren't even that good. Let's be honest, they're only good because he's so the choreography is so fun, and you just like the idea of Bruce Lee being the baddest motherfucker in the world. I like those like Bruce Lee movies where it's just all in. Some, I don't know, some flavor of Oriental, I'm not sure. Uh, but, because you can just sit, do something else on your computer pretty much the whole goddamn time, and then, like, once every 20 minutes, watch a five-minute-long battle scene of just epic proportions. Yes. Imagine if Bruce Lee were alive now, what they could make him look like with, like, all the camera techniques and angles they do now and the special effects that they can add. Yeah. It would be incredible. You, you didn't this really could be need one of those, it. Like, one of those, like, bullshit facts that you read, but I thought I read somewhere that, like, he was so fast that, like, they actually slowed down his fighting movements for some scenes because he would, like, get into it. And he go wasn't that fast. Um, he actually hurt himself a lot because he was so fast. He had to stop himself from hitting people. And him stopping his leg would, like, cause the muscles to tear. I don't know if any of that's true. That is true. That's from his uh, biography. Mine was pure speculation, so. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, he, don't he didn't know. like hurting people that he was fighting with because he never made contact. But he would, like... He'd have to stop himself, and he'd hurt himself. Well, yeah, no shit. He'd be like, hey, you want to be a stuntman? Yeah, I want to be a stuntman. All right, first thing you you need to do, get in there and fight against Jet Li. Oh, is he going to pull his punches? No, no, you're going to go fight Jet Li over there. (laughs) And we're going (laughs) to film him. But but don't hit him. Don't hit him. Don't you touch him. (laughs) He is is going to give you the worst beating of all time. As a matter of fact, that's the name of the movie. Yeah. This sorry asshole gets his shit rocked. <laughs> wow. That, that's no, what those movies are like, though. Anytime that you see someone like Jet Lee fighting someone in a movie, they're like on the same level of danger as a stormtrooper. They're just yeah. of no threat. No threat. Yeah, it's 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 rare that, that like anyone stands a chance. Cause especially in the beginning. It's like James Bond movies. All the hitchmen are like bitches. So you got to kill like a yeah. thousand of them. Like, that's... Yeah. Hey, check out that link I got since he shows Bruce Lee's uh, speed. And what I like about it with, uh... And, uh wait, this is Bruce Lee's speed? Yeah, he's the one on the right. It happens about 30 seconds in. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, what I like about these Asian movies is, like, when, in these, like, like, Western movies, like, the number one fighter has to, like, overcome something to become the best, like, to conquer everybody else and then finally... I'll tell you a good-ass fucking... But, like, these Asian movies, they just start out on top, and they're like, yeah, what of it? I'll beat the shit out of you. Don't even come close. Oh, you yeah, want to come close? Yeah, I'll Asian kill you. Like, they, you they start on top, and they end on top. Yeah, with those Asian movies, it's usually, like... At some point, you got to be like, so why are they fucking with him again? Yeah. <laughs> and like, so if it's pretty much understood, this guy's going to kill you. Stop fighting him. One of my va- one of my favorite movies is that uh, that Undefeatable. What's that called? Indestructible. 
Yeah, um, it's the Jet Li. Uh, it's the Jet Li movie where he never he loses one time as a kid. And he's like, I will never lose again. I don't think I've seen that one. You haven't seen that one? Oh, God, let me find out what his name. I'm is. not a big Jet Li fan. It is a fucking good ass movie, dude. <laughs> let me say this: I I I gave a uh, Chronicle the thumbs up, but a movie that I watched recently that just sucked, and I hate to say it, but it was that movie that Mark Wahlberg did. Um, Contraband. Contraband sucked. I bet you. I You're bet just... you it did. <laughs> was that in let theaters? Let me tell you. Yeah, it it I, I get it might still be. Let me tell you why contraband suck. They kind of promised you sort of an Italian job type movie where you've got to go through all this stuff to like sneak this stuff in, and like it's supposed to be like this smuggling movie. I assumed it'd be one of those movies where like you know it starts out and like you watch Mark Wahlberg smuggle things in two or three times successfully, and then there's this big coup de gras where he's got to like smuggle the Statue of Liberty back to France or something. No, no. Basically, what happened was Mark Wahlberg's brother-in-law get, is a smuggler and gets in trouble when he has to dump the cocaine overboard when they get boarded. So he owes the drug dealers for the cocaine that he dumped. And so you're like, ah, but these are some real badasses, these co- these cocaine people. So Mark Wahlberg's like, I'm going to go talk to him after they beat his brother-in-law up really badly. He gets there, and it's a punk. It's I can't think of the actor's name, but it's it, he's always playing a punk in movies, like a little like he's like a little guy, like in stature even, like he's he looks like he's about five foot six, five foot seven, and Mark Wahlberg walks into this bar and starts talking to the guy, and the guy's like bat like talking shit to him. You're like, why didn't Mark Wahlberg just slap this dude? So later on, Mark Wahlberg goes to the guy's house to try to talk to him further to convince him to leave the brother-in-law alone. He starts talking to the guy, and the guy's bitching Mark Wahlberg out. He's like, look. Either he pays me the money, or you pay me the money. And if you don't pay me the money, then I come after your wife and your daughter. And he almost said daughter, and that's when Mark Wahlberg starts whooping the shit out of him. He beats him down, pulls out a 1911, and like sticks it in his face. And he's like, you know, you ever talk about my wife again, I'll kill you. I'll kill you. And you're like, problem solved. Dude just got bitched out. <laughs> nope. Nope. The whole rest of the movie is Mark, Mark Wahlberg risking life and limb to smuggle counterfeit money from South America dealing with some of the worst human beings on the planet like badasses like these drug dealers and these these cartel people and like these this organized crime and like hijacking trucks in South America all over a guy he just kicked whose ass he just kicked like go back home and just kill him or kick his ass again the guy's a bitch why it didn't exactly at the end of the movie you're like wait a minute he just spent 75% 75% of this of this movie going through this elaborate scheme to like smuggle yeah, all this that, money That's back. exactly how every single person in the theater felt in the third Lord of the Rings movie where everybody was like, oh my god, we've had eagles this eagles whole, whole time? time? Yeah. <laughs> oh, why didn't we utilize this wonderful thing yeah, that we had at our disposal? I, I saw one time um, where somebody explained why the eagles weren't used. There was something about like earlier in the movie... Um, there was some reason why the Eagles couldn't do it. The reason the Eagles couldn't... I'm pretty sure the reason the Eagles couldn't do it, now this is is me thinking back to my fucking childhood, was the Eagles were scared of the repercussions of Mordor. Okay, well, by that same logic... The Eagles aren't like animals, but the Eagles are like a civilization. Like, there actually is an army of Eagles, like in The Hobbit. 
Yeah, but like, if my flight to Egypt is canceled, I'm not going to jump in my car and then get a boat and then make my way over there. I'm going to wait for the flight. You know, I might postpone yeah, my trip a little bit, but I'm going to wait. In the same way, like if you have eagles waiting in the wings, the ship, the you trip, wait because Mordor had found the One Ring. Dude, Mordor didn't know shit, man. They were barely into Hobbiton. I know, Don't right? Test me. Like, <laughs> like they they didn't know, man. This is like the nerdiest conversation ever. I like, like this is so nerdy that we need to get more cool and go back to video games. Yeah, uh, let me get. Let me, a couple things to hit back on that Eastwood commercial makes me want to buy a Dodge truck. But oh, you watched it? <laughs> yeah, makes and me want to be a grizzled old man. Well, you were you were <laughs> having a Chrysler product. It's halftime, America. And uh, yeah. the deadly movie I was talking about is Fearless, Kyle. You should watch it. It's a fantastic movie. I need Clint Eastwood to clear his throat and spit on camera for me. That's from Stoker. Just, to, just to make years. sure that it's that's just. That can't just be his voice. That is There's his no voice. Way. You can you can hear just all that phlegm just flying around in his throat. He would burn you in the eye with one of his cigarillos for saying that. He doesn't smoke cigarillos. He smokes fucking cigars. He smokes cigarillos. Like, dude, those are not cigars that he's smoking in those movies. Those tiny cigars, those are called cigarillos. Yeah. Oh, I'm just thinking of him in Gran Torino. He, he smoked cigs in that. Oh, yeah, maybe yeah, it's cigarettes in Gran Torino. I'm talking about every fucking western he ever made, where he's got those badass cigars. Like oh. I, I, I almost considered chewing that nasty block tobacco that he that he's chewing in the outlaw Josie Wells. He oh, made it plug so tobacco. Cool. It's like it's it's like in a bar, and you gotta like cut off a chunk of it with a knife. Like yeah. I almost considered taking that up because Josie Wells made it so cool. That guy's <laughs> like for real. You gotta fix the bodies. I was never. I've never been more disillusioned with anything in my whole life than with chewing tobacco. The first time I tried that, I was like, "Hot dog!" Everybody seems like they love this shit. I'm gonna give it a go. Uh-huh. Nope. Worst. Just terrible Worst. experience. It's bad terrible. shit. Did it? Did it make you dizzy? No. It was like, hey, it, it, they might. My friends might as well have been like, "Hey, Taylor, you want these things to put in your lip? It'll make it burn, and you'll start to feel sick, and you know, maybe a little dizzy, and that's it. And then you spit it out, and your teeth smell bad." I've done it, uh, I think, three times in my entire life. I did it once when I was, like, 14 or 15, and I can still feel the spot in my on the inside of my bottom lip where I put it because it's, like, still rough there from that. It was, like, wintergreen something, probably skull. Oh, and I, did, I did it again when I was in high school, and then I did it again uh, maybe at about a year or two out of high school. And every single time, I get I get really, I get sick to my stomach, I get lightheaded, and like dizzy, and yeah. like it's it's like why does it you know going in that everyone who does that for the first time gets that same experience. So you have to wonder why did they continue? Yeah, I feel the same way. Like when I see my friends doing it, they make it look like they just talk like, "Oh man, just love having a chew in." And then I get tempted, like maybe I've been doing it wrong this whole yeah, time. Exactly. And then I try it again. And I'm like, I just need to you know go into this with an open mind. Uh-huh. And then I do, and I'm like, ah, oh, God. It tastes this like I'm sucking on a burning piece of toxic wood. Like, yeah. it's just not comfortable. Well, I've, yeah, never, I've never tried this. You don't want to, man. Oh, that yeah. should be a that should be a podcast, man. Uh, or a video. <laughs> a video. Dude, go get a can of Skull and blowed up with Skull and yeah. then play a game of Call of Duty and do that as a live stream. Oh, my God. I couldn't do it. I'd gag. You will gag. That's the Yeah, point. I'll do it. That's the funny part. Dude, that'd be a great video. I want to see that from both of <laughs> you. It's it's Dude, so halfway through. Up. It's gonna be like, hey guys, I'm doing a live cut. Uh, the thing about it is, so it won't taste so bad. And 
let me just be clear. I've done it three times in my life, but I can often. I know a lot of people who We're do. Still talking about yep. skull. My, my great grandma used to chew Red Man. Yeah, my uncle used to chew that. Red Man smells good. Like it smells sweet. I remember like, she used to have that Red Man. She'd take this big old wob and have like a Coke. She'd take one of those glass Coke bottles and have somebody cut off the top of it, just spin it. Oh. <laughs> there is a company called who make like um, spittoon. A spittoon is like the thing you see in the old westerns where they spit and it goes ping. You know, it's 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 a pot to spit in. A very classy receptacle. Go on. Yes, I, it's, the funny part is they make luxury spittoons. Ooh, scented. Yes. Yeah. Perforated spittoons for and, maximum um, aeration. And I, I got contacted with them by them. They wanted to sponsor me, and I was like, A. No, thank you. She'd be like, also B. holds the vomit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Can you make me a vomit spittoon to go to accompany that? But I, I was just like, I, and I didn't say this, of course. I was very polite. I was like, I have to respectfully, you know, say no. I don't think I could need that. But I'm thinking to myself, like, what? You know, like, never mind. I, I just can't imagine why anyone would buy a luxury spittoon. Like, spit in a fucking cup, you nasty, habited motherfucker. Or That's the worst thing about it, are the, the little bombs that are left everywhere, just cups of saliva just Dude. left afterward. Ugh. My cousin has always chewed tobacco in one form or another, like, as long as I can remember, like, even when he was, like, 14 or 15. And he used a Dr. Pepper bottle once and left it in there. Yeah, you and told us this before. My oh, my God. That oh my shit God. and took a swig. Oh, yeah. oh, oh my god. He was just like, he was puking everywhere. He cussed my cousin out so much. He was like, don't you ever spit in a bottle like that again. You <laughs> fucking Sprite bottle, so I know something's wrong. Like, you know, like you spit on the fucking ground, never spit in a Dr. Pepper or a cola bottle. Yeah, I mean, like, that's common sense. And then, like, you, I'm not gonna, you should, that guy should have taken, like, a two liter of Sprite in the spitter's fridge and just filled it with urine. Uh-huh. Like, oh, my bad, man. Oh shit! Oh, is that Ooh. you didn't want cum in your mayo? Oh, that's not. That's it's gross. Oh, dude. that's an unforgivable sin for me. Yeah, I wouldn't have been happy. I've never. I don't think I've ever drank it. I, I know I haven't. I, I've always been really careful because I know that he, you know, he dips and that it. I'm pretty careful about my drinks anyway. I don't like drinking after people. Like, especially if it's, like, somebody who I know might be sick or something. So, I'm really careful. I don't know. I got the world's ghetto with fucking, you know, glasses. Actually, I'll show you some of my glasses right here. I use the, uh, I use the fucking, like, glasses they give you, like, for milkshakes at, like, restaurants and shit as drinking glasses. I use Red Solo Cups. Red Solo Cup? You got that expendable money, son. (laughs) I mean... No reason to have real cups, you know? Plastic. Works well. Saves animals, I think. Merkers like, give me a Dixie, a solo plastic cup. That's what's up. <laughs> oh. I don't know. <laughs> you guys well, want I'm sorry I'm not so classy to have glass. You guys want to call a night? I've got some uh, email companies showing up here any minute. Yeah, we can go ahead and call it. E- yes. Yep. I hope you guys appreciate us coming on and on a little show for you since Mr. Gamertag was away. I know that people don't like it when, you know, we miss weeks. So, I was home, so I got in contact with Mr. Wings of Redemption here and Mr. Merkirk, and I thought it'd be a cool show. So, hope you guys enjoy. You're welcome, is what we're trying to say. So, 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. Yep. You better well, enjoy my free entertainment. I didn't mean that in a bad way. People are gonna take this wrong. <laughs> okay, all right, man. Give them some credit. They understand sarcasm. No. Not all of them do. Oh, you like see this? Like, see, I think the show sucked. The show sucked. It's finally over. Yeah, thanks. Thank you for uh, showing up and busting my balls while I'm sitting here trying to help you out. Bye, bye, people. Oh, I didn't even look at this.